We're talking Schmidt with Brittany Schmidt. Just some people that are her friends, and that's it. Cause we're talking Schmidt with Brittany. This episode of Talking Schmidt is brought to you by Face It. Face It is your cosmeceutical grade skincare solution delivered straight to your door. You can get yours at letsfaceit.com, L E T S F A C I T.com. Use the code TALKIN, T-L-K-I-N, for 25% off your first subscription. Um, our guest today is Chinadu Unaka. You have seen him. Um, he just released his comedy special, Mostly Kidding, and you've seen him on Two Minutes of Fame. Thank you for being here. No doubt. No no problem. You uh, you live close. so. Oh, yeah. You're still close. Yeah. You're one of the few people on the west side. Mm-hmm. Ten more minutes, and I'm like, I can't make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You were on, weren't you on uh, Time Out's Comics to Watch this year, too? Yeah, yeah, I was, and right before the quarantine. Right. COVID-19 said, we ain't watching nobody. <laughs> watch me in my house. <laughs> ain't nobody. Yeah, COVID is like, you need to put me on the list? Fuck all yeah. that shit. We shut all the clubs down. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, oh, what a year to get that. Man. It's, it's one of those things that can make a year, or yeah, like give you a lot of I, steam. Put the album out, I was like, cool, I'm about to hit the ground yeah, running, yeah. have some other stuff playing. yeah. COVID. I was like, bruh. <laughs> I was like, 2020, man. Yeah. I can't believe that we're back to another spike. Yeah. I can because we're not a very smart country, but I'm a little annoyed with us. Yeah. It's a part of that. And then also it's a part of like, we're a country built on individualism, right? right. We're capitalists, mm-hmm. right? So to try to get the whole country on the same page mm-hmm. is pretty impossible. Yeah. And especially with, you know, the misinformation. Right. And then we had somebody at the helm that was giving direct different information than the doctors. So it was right. like, bro, who do, what, right. who do we believe? You know? Right. It, I mean, it's crazy. Cause I, my parents are my, my mom's dad, but my dad is yeah. a conservative. Mm-hmm. And like when that, when everything started happening, he's like, it's not real. And my sister is a scientist. Yeah. She works at Duke. She's a scientist. And so there was like a fight within our family right. of my sister's like, this is real. And you need to like stay inside. And my dad being like, it's not real. And, and then Trump being like, drink bleach or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone was just like, what do we do? And it's so weird how, like, everything has to be a liberal or conservative issue. Right. Like, yo, that's that's just medicine, bro. Right. It's just just science. It's just facts. It's also, (laughs) like, I don't understand how science has become a liberal thing. Right. It's like science versus religion, essentially, I guess, is the core thing. And religion is on the right and science is on the left. But Uh, it wasn't even religion just was like, we're out. (laughs) Yeah. you know, it's like prayers aren't working, by the way. Facts. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I think it's accommodation. The answer is always accommodation of like of both. Usually, you know, like two things can right. be true at the same time. Um, is COVID 100 percent real? Yes. 100 uh, percent. Are some people politicizing COVID a little bit? Yeah. 100 percent. Yeah. You know, but it is a real pandemic. There's no way every country in the world got together. Right. And was like, okay, cool. This is either the dates. We're going to announce right. it. Right. Like, what kind of teamwork? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. That would be a global teamwork that has never been displayed yeah. <laughs> in the past. I also feel like, did you see um, Jeremiah is like in ICU with COVID on a ventilator? You know who Jeremiah is? No. Okay. The, wait, the, the <laughs> I, I caught that look. Yeah, R&B yeah, singer? yeah. Oh, he's birthday in sex. Oh, damn! How old is he? He's young as fuck. He's like two years older than me. Damn. So thirty-three. Well, maybe? yeah, he got 30. asthma. What's his pre-existing condition? Asthma. 
I don't think so. I don't think he has anything. I think he maybe just, parties a lot because I used to party with him. Like, yeah, yeah he's the homie. But um, I'm like, I, I don't think he's unwell. I think he maybe parties. Yeah. But he's just a young guy that literally is in the ICU fighting for his life right now. Just like years of too much alcohol, maybe. Years, maybe. Slept his lungs. Maybe. Susceptible. Yeah, maybe too much smoking. Could could be that you know yeah. they did say yeah smoking does make your time with COVID um, rough yeah you know well hopefully he's all right you know I yeah. see you sounds so some no it was heavy like, letters yo. yeah yeah it was bleak <laughs> I my friend texted me I was like did you see this and I was like Jesus Christ yeah it's just scary when someone your age and you know is like maybe gonna die from it <laughs> yeah like, ooh. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> anyway, uh, prayers, prayer, up. prayers up. <laughs> no, Hopefully be, my prayers work. I'm, I'm sure he'll be fine. Hopefully, yeah. you know. Tom Hanks survived. That's know. true. But I do think that's another reason why people are saying that it's like n- not real or a hoax or whatever because people are reacting so differently to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there are people who are like, oh, I was sick for eight hours and then fine. Yeah. Um, and then there are people who are like, um, I'm going to die. Yeah, I, I feel like if COVID was a little bit more um, serious, more serious symptoms across the board. Right. Like if, you know what it is too, it don't affect the young the way it affects the old. So, right. 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 But if it was opposite where like the old was for some reason kind of immune to They're it. They're fine. And then young was like, you're really just saying how yeah. young people will be in the streets punching old men without a mask <laughs> so it's, it's just selfish of the yeah of 100 <laughs> we'll be punching elders in the mouth if they have a mask on. <laughs> you trying to kill me motherfucker <laughs> i think uh yeah no you're totally right i think people too realized in the pandemic that um a lot of people don't have hobbies aside from going out and drinking yeah that's some real that's real right there and i don't look i don't i don't blame them you know, yeah. drinking is fun. It's great. But, uh, you know, in moderation, of course. But look, you got to find new hobbies, man. I see you yeah. working on a puzzle, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's my sober rock bottom right there. Yeah. Puzzling. <laughs> I'm a Connect Four guy myself. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, that Puzzling is nice because you don't have to talk to anyone. You can just go into drop in and out of that world. Yeah. Connect Four, you got to hang uh, out with someone else. Yeah, I was watching uh, the, the playoffs help me out. Yeah. Had the NBA playoffs. Oh, day. yeah. I watched Big Brother. Yeah, okay. This is a reality TV show. You're into that, too. I'm into that. Weird. I should be on a show. Get on it. Should I be on it? Yes. They take applications right they now. They do, and they take people who are fans of the show, and I know that because, you know, Audrey Stewart? Uh, yeah, She's a huge fan of the show. And No, she is? She's a huge fan of the Stewart show. Stewart loves Big Brother? Yes. I'm calling her right after this. Yes, and she's applying to it this season. Yo. Imagine uh, if you and Audrey were on Audrey, there. do not take my spot, yo. <laughs> Actually, we can I both get on it. I think you guys are different, it. yeah. But they don't want people that know each other. So we got to pretend oh. not to know each other. Okay. Because walking out, like... <laughs> <laughs> we would make such a good duo on yes. that show. Yes. I could just see it. Yeah. Because they don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't watch the show. Yeah. But by the way, you guys are both so passionate about it. You don't understand. I think, I, I clearly don't. I don't even want to get into it because you don't watch it. Right. Because so I'm going to look please. weird. <laughs> how I tell so I'm going to talk about that. Audrey was the same way. We were on a tour bus going up to Utah for a show. Oh my God. And she was like, I need to watch the finale. Oh, my God. Audrey, <laughs> call your boy. Oh, man. Yes. There's some other comics that are fans. But yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know she was on. Eric Griffin's a huge Big okay. Brother fan. Yeah. I guess it's been around forever. Man, I only like started watching the show. seasons? 
very long time yeah, when i was yeah. a kid yeah i remember it as a mm-hmm. child people yeah. like talking about it lo- when it started i started watching it my big sister was such a great fan of it uh-huh. and she was going off to college to to oregon mm-hmm. and i was like man so i would call her and we'll talk about basketball or whatever but they'll we'll kind of run out of things to talk about mm-hmm. so i started watching big brother so i had more things to talk to her oh, about that's cute and then i became a fan of it I was right. like, oh, she, she didn't watch no more right <laughs> she stopped watching seasons right. ago right but me and my little brother we, we held strong yeah it's like the uh, pyramid scheme interest <laughs> for sure <laughs> you gotta get people interested so you I, can I talk about it you want to know the, the truth yeah i applied to be on that show once one time so did audrey and they they asked me to be on it oh really they did but it was like maybe seven six years ago and i was like oh man i don't know i think at that time I was still teaching right mm-hmm. and they were going to start later than i thought mm-hmm. though they'd be starting early and i mm-hmm. can maybe like just be done with it towards the, the beginning of the school year mm-hmm. but they're starting like september some shit mm. and then on top of that i was like oh man if you do reality tv does that messes you up as an actor no but now all that stuff is blurred so oh. it don't matter i should have i should have jumped on up. it i should have jumped you on fucked it up. man we all have moments like that yeah audrey's saying the same thing she's like i don't know if i want to be known as like the big brother comic and i'm like Give that's not what you'd be known yeah, like you theo vaughn was on road rules and or no whatever. one remembers and nobody cares yeah because he's theo fucking vaughn th- exactly if you're a talent if you're talented, it doesn't matter what you Right. Do. If your talent exceeds the yes. hack of the show or exactly. whatever it exactly. is that. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not even like, oh, I just want to be on. It's not like a, it's not even like a, a hacky show in a way. It's it's a, it's a game show. Almost. Right. So it's like, uh, I don't know. I think it's really fun. It's fun strategy. It's great. So you have to befriend people in the house and then. You don't well, have to, but if you want to last. Okay. For sure. You know, you got to befriend people. You got to work with people. There's competitions, um, uh-huh. you know, you got to be able to, um, you know, you got to be social, but then also yeah, be able to win. Comp- you got to know when and lose competitions. Yeah. You got to know who sees you as a threat. It's just, right. it's life in the house. Yeah, I wouldn't be good at that show. You'd be great at that show. No, I wouldn't. You would. I'm not social. I don't want to make friends. That's fine too, though. Uh-uh. Because then people don't see you like, oh, we, we could get rid of her later. Yeah. But then low key, you got an alliance on the low. Right. You know what okay. I'm saying? Keep it private. See, we turn this to a big brother. No, we're not gonna <laughs> do this. Let's we're gonna move on. Audrey, I'm gonna call you. Don't even <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, fine. No more big brother. Um what was it like growing up in LA? It was um well it was fun. LA's fun. Was it? LA was fun. It was just it's always good weather. Yeah. My favorite weather in LA is like that seventy four, seventy five range mm-hmm. because it's gray outside. So you could wear a t-shirt or a hoodie and be fine. Right. You know, when you play basketball at recess, your sweat dries very right. quickly. Right. You know, so now you got that cool breeze going through <laughs> your pits. Right. As you're going back uh-huh. to the, you know, you walk. Yeah, this back. is an ad for living in California. Nah, for real. <laughs> and then, you know, the food is great in LA. We've got so many different cultures. Right. Diversity is amazing. So you get introduced to everybody early mm-hmm. which is great for you as a child as you grow up into an adult you just see people as people you know right so that's why i love la too and there's a lot of flavors la you got the hollywood la you got the beach la mm-hmm. hermosa redondo mm-hmm. and then you got uh, the rich la hermosa right. redondo right, right. <laughs> you know, you know. that i think that's exactly <laughs> why i would well, first, there's a lot of reasons I don't want to have a kid, but especially having a kid in L.A., mm. it seems so classist here still. Like, it's so, you know, the private school, like, the really good private schools are mm-hmm. $50,000 a year, and then the public schools are 
I think not great. I don't really know. But but everything you just said sounded wonderful. There's some good ones, you yeah. know, because you, you got the then you got your Inglewoods, which is great. You got your, you know, your uh, Ladera. Then you got Compton, South Central. Then you got the little mid, t- small town field of L.A., uh-huh. like Harbor City and Torrance. Mm-hmm. You know, people San Pedro, everybody kind of knows each other a little bit. Then you got Long Beach, which is a whole other thing, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, but to, about the schools, there's some good schools that yeah. are public that are pretty strong. And then you have charter schools, which I think did, like, an amazing job in terms of helping with like the gang problem yeah what's a too. charter school i don't even charter know. school is pretty much just a public school okay. right but it's a lot it's a smaller environment okay so instead like i went to norbon high uh-huh. which had about like three thousand kids two thousand something like that mm-hmm. all on campus at once it's not enough adults right but right. a charter school is public but it's a lot smaller so you probably have like 300 400 kids at a high school whatever mm-hmm. and there's enough adult eyes on every single kid right, right? so now um which really helps because a lot of times High schools are like breeding grounds for gangs mm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So when charter schools are open up, it it probably provided relief to the bigger schools. You know, it was it was that right. type of thing. So it was uh, it was really good for LA. I think. So I, I love LA. I love yeah. I love everything about it. You ride for LA. Are you a Dodgers fan too? Yeah, but I'm not really a baseball fan. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't You're, really watch baseball. Yeah, I, but I You're love not the an Angels fan. No. Okay. Love the movie. I didn't see it. What? Angels in the outfield. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> yes, I, I did. I was young. That, that <laughs> it came out was, in like the nineties, didn't it? That movie was amazing. Yeah, um, Angels in the Outfield, right? Yeah. yeah, I think I saw it a few times. My dad was he wanted to be like a catcher, and the that didn't work out yeah. for him. But that was his dream. Did the Dodgers have their own movie? I don't think so. They need a movie. Does the Lakers have a movie? I feel like the Lakers been like sprinkled in movies, like a scene. Yeah, I don't think the Lakers have a movie. Oh, there is a new show coming out on HBO about the Lakers. It's all about the Lakers. Documentary or like scripted? I think it's a documentary. Okay. Well, there's plenty of those. Okay. Well, maybe it's scripted. (laughs) Actually, I don't know. I know the person writing it and I don't know what genre it is. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, So you you didn't care about the Dodgers winning? You were here for the Lakers win. Oh, I was definitely here for Lakers win. I was nervous to be here. Yes, because you weren't on your couch. Yeah, because. Turns out your couch ain't shit. 100%. 100%. <laughs> but we won. And that, was, that was the biggest thing. But yeah. for the Dodgers, no, I was ecstatic. I watched the World Series. I yeah. always watched the playoffs. Yeah. Not every game, but I watched the playoffs. But baseball is just... Um, so boring. Yeah, I call it a homework sport. Yeah. It's a great sport to just have on in the background. There's right. a lot of downtime. Yes. You can't go to a, a baseball game by yourself yeah. and enjoy yourself. No. It, it, they're so boring. I was hooking up with this pitcher on the Mariners a million years ago mm-hmm. and I went to a game in Seattle and it went 19 innings and I was by myself like please fucking end this game that's rough yo it was the worst night of my life that's rough 19 like, innings yeah 19 what innings. was the score three to two I don't even remember <laughs> I don't even I have no idea oh those scores be low too sometimes awful nothing be happening no it, it was so boring you could play baseball until you're 60 years old. You I know. If you wanted to. That's the thing. Baseball, people don't realize baseball is like the most lucrative sport. The, it's they're making the most lucrative so sport. much money. They last forever. You know, you don't have to be, depending on what position you play, you don't have to be the greatest athlete. You don't even have to be in shape. I remember Prince Fielder on the Brewers when I was in Milwaukee mm-hmm. was a big boy. Yeah. But he could swing that bat. Yeah. Yeah. 
crack those homers. Nice. Shoulders strong as fuck. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of him looked like a linebacker, but. but he knew where his money was. Yeah, he goes exactly. to the gym, he does 18 sets of shoulders, yeah. grabs a smoothie, and he has home. <laughs> he know where his money was. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was a big boy. Do you, uh, football? Love football. Um, but you didn't grow up with the team here because the team's just got here. Yeah, we we had the Raiders for a little bit. I think when I was like really little. Then they, oh. they then they went to Oakland. Right now they're in Vegas. Why do they move so much? Nobody likes them, <laughs> including the cities they play. The Raiders in. itself is a gang. So. Right, a hundred percent. They are. Nah, I think um, Raiders fans are crazy. They are crazy, which is good. Because you have to crazy your team to a championship. Yeah, sometimes. but they're not the good kind of crazy. They're the kind of crazy that'll like Nancy Kerrigan somebody for looking at them wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, there's been some stabbings. Yeah, at Raider, <laughs> yeah. At Raider games, but I never heard of um, of any shootings at Raider games, which is, mm. I mean, I haven't really heard of shootings at games. Period. You're right. So sports is doing a great job right. <laughs> of bringing people together, usually, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm a Rams fan by default, just being from out right. here. Um, I, I'm more of, I like, when it comes to football, I'm more of a favorite player type of person. Okay. I like favorite. Like, I really love Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's my team. Love Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay Rogers. Packers. He's, uh, he's great. He's so talented. Yeah. And I He's some, a little bit of a diva. He's turned he into is? a little bit of a diva. I mean, it's Wisconsin. You, you got to. No, well, he is a Cali boy in Wisconsin, and he's been it's in Wisconsin tough. for yeah, so it's hard. But I just think he's a little, he's getting a little sassy. Yeah, what what did he do that was so sassy recently? Well, I just feel like he throws tantrums. Well, it's uh, probably an eff- like offensive. The offensive line isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing, and yeah. he throws a little tantrums. But it just seems like. He has little fits where I'm just like, he's not like a Cam Newton. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he's just, and I also don't really trust the fact, like I love him as a quarterback. I don't trust the fact that he doesn't talk to his family. Like I get not liking your family, but like he has cut off every person in his family. That's too deep. Yeah. It's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't heavy. know. I don't know. It's oh. very Hollywood. I think he's very Hollywood. Doing all the state farm Hollywood commercials. In Wisconsin. Everybody's doing all the state farm commercials. I mean, have you seen those checks? I would say yes, too. Yeah, that's true. If, if making money makes me Hollywood, well, God damn it. Call <laughs> well, me Sunset <laughs> Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you always know that you wanted to be a comic and an actor? Because um, I feel like growing up in L.A., I would, even not growing up in L.A., me just transplanting here, I didn't ever want to admit that's what I wanted because I was like, that's what everybody wants. It's so basic. Yeah. I still don't know. no um no i didn't always i didn't grow i was one of them kids if you like we had an activity it's like okay everybody right now what you want to be yeah i would never put down one thing i would put down multiple things right what's your sign i'm aquarius yeah that's it aquarius is all over the place i have an aquarius moon i'm a taurus sun sign aquarius moon and my aquarius is like i could do all the things like i don't know what i want to be you know what yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe look. I, I guess so. I'm not a sign scientist. No, me neither. I just know a few things about my own, which is why that Aquarius Moon. I just know we're the water sign. We're a water sign, correct? Uh-huh. Um, I know how to spell Aquarius. Uh-huh. And I'm not sure when it ends. February 20th no around there. I don't even know when it starts. I just know I'm, <laughs> I'm in the middle. It starts in like January, I think. Yeah. I think I know about seven signs, just okay. the names itself. Okay. 
but um astrology i'm sure it's real i have no idea i like i i never even considered it until i moved to la and people yeah. started asking me what's your sign and i was like back off right like why like, are you in my business because then they're like uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like giving up my blood type right like, like, <laughs> um no but i hate when people are like well that makes sense because I'm like, does it? Like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? No matter about? what you tell them, they're going to say that. <laughs> so, that makes sense. I'm yeah. like, you know, fuck it, though. No. <laughs> uh, no, nobody knows shit. I think we're all just grasping at straws to try and make life make sense. There's this one page. They'll, like, post something about, like, you know, some relationship shit. Oh, you know, whatever. If someone, you break up with somebody, they're done for life. That's it. Which sign is this? And you look at the comments. Everybody's it's like, everyone. Every sign. Yeah. I'm like, well, fuck. That's just it's, our generation. It sounds like we're just people then, guys. Yeah. It don't really sound like we're divided by signs, but right. you know, people love reading compliments. And so that's how astrology got big because you could just read compliments about yourself <laughs> based <laughs> on your sign. I also think astrology is funny because if it predicts something really great, then you get excited. And if it doesn't happen, then you're disappointed. Where if you didn't look at that or didn't read into it, then you would have just been living life yeah. and everything would have been fine. Oh, uh, right. You know what I mean? Like Now it, you're walking out with expectations. Right. Yeah. That's why I don't buy lottery tickets. Right. Because now I'm like, I'm I don't care how many you buy, but there's just one. You There's a part yeah. of you like... I might win this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? You be like, yeah, all these motherfuckers. I can't, I can't get a break. <laughs> That's a hell of a break, chitter dude. <laughs> uh, what? I, I paid. I paid to play, and I'm not eligible. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, lottery tickets just. Uh, could he just <laughs> I don't like. I don't you know why no people idea. don't buy more lottery tickets. You're not using that money in a productive way, anyway. No, I know, but it's it's funny because I go down the same thing where I'm like, you have no idea who I'm about to be with this money. Man, you know, Man. somebody disrespect you in the wee laugh. Wait till you find you out. Just you just fuck way. Just wait. I'm gonna put a hit on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> lottery ticket winner immediately goes to federal prison. <laughs> Put thirty thousand on <laughs> local barista's head for fucking up his odor. No, it would never be that much. It'd be in L.A. You that's, could get a hit for like eight k. Yes, the price of that stuff is so cheap. so low, <laughs> so low. It's crazy Way how low, low it is. Way and I didn't know that until I started hearing it in rap songs. And I'm like, it's only ten thousand dollars. I was like, yo, man? back in the day, it was at least a million. I'm like, I could kill a couple people These right now. Murderers are really lowballing themselves, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, I guess that just shows the state of affairs of their lives. Facts. They're like, yo, this pandemic really fucked me up economically. <laughs> I'm going to kill a few people. Prices, <laughs> I'm going to have to kill a few people to crawl out of this. Facts. These cops are horrible. You see yeah. the show First 48? Uh-uh. They give up after the whole concept 48 of the show. 48 hours, yeah. They just, yeah. it cold case file. Yeah. After two days, they they're like, well, <laughs> we try. <laughs> it's so crazy with like technology and being able to track uh, phones and everything like how that people are still getting away with murders, yeah. like ring camera systems. Like mm-hmm. I, I do think technology will get to a point where like it is going to be it is going to take a surgeon to get away with murder. Yeah. But I feel like back in the day that you just be able to like whack somebody and then that was that. Yeah, it was. It was you really a lot, got away with it. It was a lot easier back in the day for sure. Um, I think now, I don't know. I just think guys are, um, they're just educated on how to murder people better because of these shows. Right. You know, totally. You see the hiccups. Like, I would never do it, but if I was, I already know certain things you got to have. You got to have gloves, okay? You got to have an alibi, right? You got to have somewhere else you're supposed to be. Um, 
don't whoever you're trying to kill don't do it right away in terms of close to the reason right. wait a year right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying don't get them off suspect your, number get one off your scent. <laughs> be seen with the person happy right. <laughs> <laughs> just last night arms around each other at the laugh Facts, factory you know uh, water is okay but you want to make sure you put enough uh, bricks in their pants <laughs> You know, open field might actually work best if there's like wild animals around. Yeah, they they'll get eaten and you know mm-hmm. dispersed. Don't use your car; the blood splatters. Right, you got to get a rental everywhere. Got to get a rental. Yeah, or at least a, or buy a little bucket and then burn that bitch. It does make you sus when you get a rental car. Then moving forward, <laughs> how many people have been murdered and thrown in the trunk of this <laughs> rental like, car? Yeah, you might want to clean up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clean up. That's real. Oh my god! All right, but I don't, totally don't murder, don't do that. But if you do, Be do everything you it. just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I totally tore you away from your list of things that you wanted to be when you were a kid. Oh yeah, what what was that? Um, if things went according to plan, when I was in the fourth grade, I was going to be an NBA player on Wednesdays, uh-huh. NFL on Thursdays. Uh-huh astronaut on fridays okay great i was gonna be a lawyer uh-huh. also um then i put teacher down i was gonna uh-huh. be a teacher well you did that did that now i was gonna be an actor also okay so doing that um, tried a few of those things yeah <laughs> <laughs> teacher check actor check just need bigger checks and uh yeah yeah um what happened to basketball what happened about I was I was I didn't have the confidence I needed when I was playing. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't have the best coaches. I have a joke about this, but I think basketball players are the most confident people on you have earth. To be. Like NBA players and my joke is and excuse me for repeating it because that's tacky, but I'm going to tell you anyway. It's just mm. that they're so confident they're the only people who bring their wives to work with them and still cheat on them. Like they, like they bring their wives and their side chicks, and like yeah. everyone's at their game. Like it's just like that level of confidence is insane. Like you're putting all of these people in one room together, yeah. and you're like, it'll be fine. Well, I mean, we don't know what kind of agreements they have with their significant None. others. You know, it could be on some like, you know, keep it cordial, right? You know, let me pick the lady, you know, or I'll do my own thing when you're on the road. Yeah, some people have those type of agreements. I don't think so. Swingers exist. I know that, but I don't think so. I think there's like an unwritten rule. Yeah, it's unwritten for sure. Yeah, I, I think I mean, it's I like I don't write down my rules either. Right. Yeah. You have rules. <laughs> um. Yeah, one of them is like I don't really, I don't really stop at yellow lights. Try my hardest not to stop at the yellows. Um, it's not a rule. I probably have that. I just never wrote down. <laughs> uh, Work out in the mornings or nights. That's yeah. one of my rules. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll okay, ever. Okay, these aren't these aren't relationship <laughs> rules. <laughs> these are. <laughs> oh, relationship <laughs> rules. Oh, well, that's, I don't write those. Don't down. ask, don't tell. I don't write those down either. You know. Um, okay. Anyway, so you didn't have the confidence. NBA players are the cockiest, co- most confident. Yeah, you gotta be super. You can't care about failure. You know. Yeah. But the, my coach was bad at letting you fail right right he will like sub you out immediately after a missed shot mm-hmm. and, you know Aww, just that's yeah. like just like bro no one goes nine for nine from the field no one does that right who shoots 100 percent? you know right. 
And so uh, they kind of that, that made me an amazing defender, right? Because uh, you have to find a way to stay on the court. And so I became like really great at defense because there was no, you know, you couldn't necessarily right. fuck up on defense. You can, but it's easier to stay on the court. Became amazing passer, right? Because that what indirectly my coach was teaching me how to do mm-hmm. was to not not shoot shoot right. And then because we have star like bigger star players, mm-hmm. but then when they graduated, now he's like, all right. Like, bro, I'm already fucked up mentally. Right, I right. wasn't practicing <laughs> right. shooting for years. Or I wasn't at least mentally like, strong enough for yeah, that shit. like, real game time. Now, all of a sudden, you're like, all right, you could, you know. Right. I'm like, bro, it's, yeah, you're not, you're not raising your young players up in a way that's conducive right. to them being, you know, amazing scorers. I would also imagine L.A. being such a big city had probably so many talented basketball players. Yeah, that too. That too. But Did that, it, yeah. Did anyone in or around you go up to the league? Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people in the uh, NBA and the NFL in terms of just, like, where they're playing against them. Right. A couple of times. I know Jordan Farmar, uh, Nick Young. Is that Trevor Reza, uh, Amir Mosby, Amir Johnson now. Uh, so, yeah, I know a few guys that, that made it all the way up. Is Nick Young Swaggy P? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same person. Yeah. Same person. <laughs> same entity, you know. Um, coo, coo, coo. So you didn't make it. You didn't have the confidence. Did it? Didn't make it. <laughs> I probably had a chance to walk on when I got to college, but fell into intramural league. I was like, you know, this is fun. This yeah. is enough competition to get the itch off. Yeah. Uh, let me just go ahead and enjoy college. So, you know? do you think that was um, like that lesson in confidence was helpful for you when you started stand up to know that you needed that in order to be successful? Yeah, stand up taught me that. Stand up taught me how not to care. Right. You know, and just to trust yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. Stand up teaches you a lot of great things that could be applied elsewhere in your life. Um, you know, businesses, relationships, whatever. It just teaches you to, you know, to just uh, to just face it. Yeah. You gotta face it. And once they call your name, just you can't turn back. Right. right. You just gotta walk on that stage. Can't walk out the door. And do your job. And just kinda be in the moment, um, be present. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, stand up is uh it's it's helped me in multiple ways for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And did you like the first time you got on stage were you like, This is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life? Or did uh, it take a while? Nah, the first time I got on stage, I was just trying to press press some girl. Yeah. Did it um, work? Did that work? It did work. No, that's that's a lie. The first time I got on stage, I goes a dare. Uh-huh. My friend started making me do stand up. Mm-hmm. He thought it'd be a great idea for me. He's like, Bro, you gotta do stand up. And so he dared me to do it, so that's why I did it the first time. Mm-hmm. Second, and it went well, right. just like just improving. Right. And the second time I did it, or the next few times I did it, was just to impress girls. I used to invite girls to my shows in college, uh-huh. and then I would have told them I was performing. And I was sitting in the crowd with them. My my friend, the host, will introduce me. And I walk up, and if I killed it, I would sit back down next to her. If I if I bombed, I would I would go home. Walk out the building. <laughs> <laughs> Go. (laughs) (laughs) Never talking to you again. (laughs) Go eat a fucking euro all by yourself. Just sad. Sad. I see you. (laughs) Pity fuck later, my dorm. (laughs) How about that courage, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Bravery. (laughs) So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What about you? Where'd you start? 
So I was uh, at the tail end. I got a DUI and I went to jail for 30 days and I was really depressed. I was like, yeah. what's going on with my life? I had just moved to L.A. I literally moved to L.A. in May 2011. And then um, I was working at this advertising agency, got my DUI in December, served my time in June of the next year. And then I was like fucking depressed, but broke. And my friend was like, you should do stand up because it's like therapy, but it's free mm-hmm. um so i did i did that i got i ended up getting into a writing class so that i could figure out like the structure of it and not i didn't i don't think i would have been brave enough or um not brave enough i just don't think i would have like gone on if i just was like bombing my dick off for yeah. the first you know what i mean like for the first few times if it was brutal i'd be like this isn't for me yeah because i'm one of those people that like very quickly if i'm not like naturally gifted at something i'm like nope like like sports is a perfect example i was a really good gymnast and i was a decent volleyball player and basketball i was it was a foreign object i could not oh, and yeah. it's like my my brain just like turned off i'm like i can't do this i'm not doing it i wouldn't do it in gym class i don't do it now i don't <laughs> even try and play horse like yeah, there's nothing yeah. fun about it to me like i'm just and i think that's me being like a little bitch where i'm just like if i'm not great i'm not trying you know what I mean? No, I, no, I think it's just smart. I yeah. think it's a good use of your time. Yeah. I, I, I'm the same way. If I'm not naturally good at it. Right. Like from the jump. Right. What are we doing? Why am I still up here? Yeah. So like my first time doing stand up, just walking up there, I had like, I'm, my friend was, I was actually rapping. Uh-huh. Right. And my friend, we just finished. And my friend Cindy was doing stand up at this talent show in school. Mm-hmm. And she was like bombing. Right? Yeah. I didn't know what that word was, but yeah. I knew this is not how it's supposed to go. That's not bad. Yeah, it's right? bad. And I'm laughing my ass off. Uh-huh. It's funny to me. When people oh, it's fun. Me it's too. One it's the, one of my favorite it's one things. One of my favorite things oh my to God. watch, especially if I know the person. Me and Mateen, we have this like running joke where when one of our A bits, like we're like, here goes our fucking, and it bombs. Yeah. Oh, we eat it up. Like we, you, yeah. nobody will be laughing, but me and Mateen will just be scream laughing it's at the each funniest. other. Funniest thing ever i love it i love it I love especially it. from like not from like the shitty crowd where it doesn't really count but like in front of an actually good crowd yeah like where it's no doubt that it's you you it's you, you, know? it's you and your energy and <laughs> that's, your that's, shitty I'm attitude sorry, that's, that's good entertainment yeah and um so she was bombing i'm laughing my ass off in the front row and um she tried to put me on the spot she was like oh chinadu thinks he's funny why don't you come up here she's like offended that i'm laughing right i'm like i thought that was the goal you yeah. know and so my friend, who used to always dare me to do stand-up, he was like, you don't get up there, you're a bitch. So I was like, all right, man. So I get up there. I don't know what got into me. I I, I don't know what got into I just grabbed him. I walked yeah. on stage, grabbed the mic. I was like, man, give it up for Cindy. She, she tried. <laughs> they started like hella hard. I was like, it was, I think it was um, Mother's Day weekend. And I was like, where are all the mothers at? And nobody clapped. I said, good, we're in college, you whores. <laughs> I don't know what came. I was like, bro, that was wild. And they were laughing so hard. And I was like, thank you. And I just walked off. And oh I sat God. down. I was like, huh. Yeah. And then, you know, the rest the wheels of the started turning. Started, yeah. Started writing jokes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I started in that writing class and then we did like a showcase thing. And I think that that was like. I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. It was just one of those moments yeah. where I was like, well, and then I didn't know at the time because I was brand new to comedy that a showcase really sets you up to think you're much better than you are. For you sure. Know? <laughs> Cause Cause it's they all... want more people to buy their class. Right. <laughs> right. And, it's all... and they want you to be highly of the class. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and it's all people that are like, you know, primed. So it's like, it's their first time. time. Be, be nice. nice. Friends and family when of the hear... performers. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like a you fucking. It's like an elementary school talent show where yeah. it's just friends and family, the nicest crowd. No matter yeah. what happens, we're going to laugh and clap. Right, right, Timmy. Right. <laughs> like yes, mom. I get a fucking cabbage thrown at me. Yeah, yeah. If you bombing those showcase shows, it's, that's a clear sign. Yeah, too. you should never, ever, ever go on stage again. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I, after that, I was like, oh, this is what I was born to do. And yeah. then you know, I realized all seven of you guys. <laughs> this is what I was born. To yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, wait, I have a lot of work oh, yeah. ahead of me. Yeah. And then I did it pretty consistently for like three years. And then I met Chris and I was like, oh, I'm in love now mm. and nothing's funny. You know, yeah. I like got that. It was because all my stuff was about being single and mm-hmm. being a drunk and like all this stuff that just wasn't true to me anymore. And yeah. I was like, not like in the beginning when I was like so in love, which I still am. Obviously, it's it's just different. But it's like when you're like head over heels, you don't see any flaws in the person. Mm. I'm like, nothing is funny. So I like stepped away from stand up for I never like quit, quit. But I was only doing like one or two shows a month, which yeah. is not doing stand up. That's like hobby stand up. Yeah. And um, and then, yeah, like two years into our relationship, I was like, OK, I'm ready to go back to. stand up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. And I think. um. What's great about stand-up to me is that you're allowed your material in yourself. You're allowed to grow up. Right. You know? Like, yeah. sometimes in music, you're kind of pigeonholed to however you came in. Yeah. And I don't think that's necessarily true, but it, I think musicians are kind of either fearful or not skillful enough to kind of venture out yeah. of how they originally stepped in the game, you know? Yeah. But I think with comedy, like, you're almost expected yeah you have to evolve you have to grow up because it's like Mm -hmm. yeah you're a human and if you don't change then you're just a stuck bitch yeah and your fans are growing up with you too right so um but you still want to talk about where you are in your life in a way that's still um funny to you know the young and the old right right you you don't want to be like okay this is just for people my age range right i know this is i'm still writing it in a way that's like relatable and you know yeah to many people you know Yeah, I think that's one of the struggles I had because I went from doing like single material and drinking stuff, which being single and drunk is something most people can relate to. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most people have experienced. Um, And then going to being married and sober, I was like, did I just paint myself into like a little tiny corner? Because it's just there's going to be fewer and fewer people in the audience that understand sobriety or care to care to understand marriage or are married Mm -hmm. and so i i think one of the things that i do is i make sure to still talk about the old days you know what i mean to be like i don't worry i was a fucking train wreck like i'm not just some like uppity bitch who like has her shit together Mm -hmm. there's nobody gets sober because their their drinking was fine you know (laughs) yeah and i don't think having your shit together will make you uppity yeah (laughs) it's healthy it's healthy, but it's yeah. also boring. Look at this healthy motherfucker. Look at this boring ass bitch. Telling People would jokes. rather hear about me shitting my pants. No, I don't think so. I <laughs> think fun, as long as it's hilarious, it's hilarious. That's it. it <laughs> That's can, true. The funniest family joke could be hilarious, or the funniest joke about you shitting your pants could be hilarious. Yeah. You know? Some of my best jokes. Uh, not my well, not my best. Some of my favorite jokes from other people are like totally separate from each other. In terms of like material, yeah, you know, like I love a good gaffigan joke about ketchup or some shit. Yeah, but then you know, he's also a genius. I love a really great political joke from Chappelle. Yeah, you know? so I think just as long as it's fucking hilarious, that's, yeah, that's the biggest thing. I feel like Chappelle has taken comedy and turned it into like political and social commentary, 
and everything that he says and does now is hilarious, but it's also so important where I feel like he has raised the bar on comedy and what's expected in intellectually from a comic so high mm-hmm. that it feels um, impossibly high, but it's been really amazing to watch him do that. Yeah, and I, I, I think whoever you are as a comic, do that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Just be comfortable in your own skin and what you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes when you try to, like, okay, cool, I, I need to make politic jokes. Right. But you don't necessarily no shit. either A, care or no shit yeah. about that. You're just going to come off um, not genuine or right. abrasive or ignorant or whatever or right. a hack, you know? Yeah. Because uh, you could tell the way somebody talks about certain things that they actually either are researched in it or care about it, you know? Right. So I think as long as you're true to yourself and true whatever – material you want to do um i think that's that's the goal yeah i feel like his Chappelle's sticks sticks and stones special like transcended everything like i remember my dad calling me and my dad's like very far right very and i love him but he's a republican and that's unfortunate but he was like have you seen this special it's fucking amazing and i was like i know it's amazing i cannot believe that you think it's amazing yeah but he it's just like i think the artfulness of it and his ability to kind of make fun of everyone Uh um has yeah, it's like transcended in some ways, um, even genres or, or political parties or, or whatever. And I think that's fucking amazing. Yeah, because I mean, that's how it is, right? I think when people label themselves as like, I'm this, I'm that, I think it's more about, you know, the real, the truth is you're usually in the middle. Right. You know, um, like you'll never, I'll never describe myself as a Democrat or a Republican, mm-hmm. you know. I'm just I'm an independent thinker, independent yeah you know and I think that's what's you know being a comedian is really being about about is able to play devil's advocate to mm-hmm. every single argument and um, you know to make that argument either break it apart or make it stronger mm-hmm. you know so where you could really find what what's what's real or what's not and so the fact that like you know somebody who could be a starch conservative can look at that special and be like oh yeah that's 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 fucking that was fucking great man and I really see the undertones of Chappelle actually kind of poking more of that side mm-hmm. than he actually is praising mm-hmm. um it just shows you that he's able to get you know a point across in a way that's isn't dismissive mm-hmm. from another point person's point of view mm-hmm. but it actually brings their point of view in and kind of takes it apart right so you can see the holes in the things that you you know believe or mm-hmm. trust in you know yeah i do feel like um when you said you're an independent i like that i have always been, I've voted democratic but um I feel like the, the we're in a f- stage right now where you can't uh, on social media it feels like you unless you're saying what everyone else is saying you can't say what you feel do you feel that way um a little bit of an echo chamber yeah I don't I think there there is there there is some of that um that group mind, mm-hmm. right? That group think that that exists in social media, but it's twofold, right? Um, on one end, sometimes the person that has the most people behind them looks truthful, even though we don't realize what they're saying is not actually true. It just has they're popular, right? right? Right. Multiple retweets or thousands of retweets doesn't mean this is true, right? Right, just means cause sometimes it just mean this person's very popular. Right, right, and the, and the problem with social media, one of the problems is, 
beforehand when you have people who are like genuinely wrong, mm-hmm. right? And they used to speak out. People used to bring them in, hear them out, but then correct them. And they'll be like, okay, cool. They, they will be, they will have to be open to other ideas that challenges their own to find what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. But now you don't have to be open at all because you can find people that think just like you right. on, on social media. Right. And instead of you realizing or accepting that, you know, I actually might be ignorant on this issue. Right. You find people that have the same ignorant views as you. Mm-hmm. And now that cements yes. the bullshit in your head. Yes. And now it's just like us against them. Yeah. Versus like, no, bro, challenge yourself. Yeah. You struggled all through fucking high school. Dog. Right. Right. And like all of a sudden you're a genius. Like, yeah. baby, there could possibly yeah. you're wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Most likely. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the best thing is to just be like, I don't I don't know. You know, there's nothing wrong with saying, I don't know. I don't, I don't know a lot of the time. And, but I think the thing that's been bothering me with all the, uh, not bothering me, I'm glad all the social change is happening, but I just feel like I'm getting yelled at a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to understand what we're all talking about, but yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't like, I don't know what I need to do to, to educate myself, but I, I that's why I don't like speak out on a lot of stuff politically. Cause I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And yeah. it seems like all of my peers all of a sudden know what the fuck they're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, like we went from like, you know, a guy I met at an orgy is like fucking posting, like shouting at me that I'm not woke enough. And I'm just like, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah. And I think just sometimes like with certain things, like people are, with certain like issues, people are just emotionally charged, right? You know, and they're like, uh, sometimes um, during that time, especially if they feel like they're being, you know, subjected to some kind of like whatever feelings of oppression or some shit, they don't, they may lose sight of uh, their audience's feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Which both sides kind of try to comprehend and like be um, understanding of what exactly is going on. Okay, cool. I could like if somebody gets into a car accident and they come out the car cursing mm-hmm. i'm not going to be offended that they're cursing because it's like okay i hit you right that's yeah. real and i understand you right yeah. now you might not be obviously this is the best form of communication right, right, <laughs> you know, right. right now but right. you know okay i see that you're upset let me go ahead and let you have this moment um i think it's, it's some of that man but i think yeah, i think i think social media is gonna be really interesting to see what it does to society 10, 15 years yeah. from now. Yeah. I think there's some good things for sure that comes out of it. I think it's pretty bad. There, There's some bad <laughs> stuff for it's sure. It's pretty fucking bad. But there is some good stuff too. Do you ever go on social media and mm-hmm. get off and be like, oh, I feel invigorated and great? Um, Some things, yeah. Really? Yeah, I think it depends on like, I, I control though, of like what I see and what I follow. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very like, Cognizant. I'll leave sometimes social media and feeling motivated mm-hmm. based off the things that I follow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. man, you know, like my friends are succeeding. Yeah. That motivates me more than like it depresses okay. me. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fucking dope. Yeah, no, man. it doesn't you depress know? me. It's, I think I, I never was envious of what I, mm-hmm. anyone else was doing because I didn't know for yeah. so long. And then I think social media or more so Instagram came along. And then I'm like, oh, I'm like, am I far behind? Should I be doing other? You know what I mean? Yeah. Those kinds of feelings where I'm just like, ooh. So and you're right. It's kind of like uh, with medicine, right? Yeah. When you take, you know, they actually, do you have any allergies or whatever? Because everybody reacts different to, to everything, stuff, yeah. you know. And so you got to kind of tailor your profile and things you see in a way that's healthy to you and productive right. for you, right? You know, um, 
because I personally I don't want to you know see a million women naked all the time on IG. And at first, that's what my Instagram kind of looked like. Yeah. On accident, I was just liking photos. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's, they figured that's you nice out really button. quick. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice belly button, yeah. baby. Wow, but look Instagram, at that rib like, cage. Oh, you only want to see belly buttons? <laughs> yeah. I was like, nah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, just I'll never dancers. like another. Yeah, I'll never like another belly button again. You know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, but but I think is dang. I could imagine how dangerous it would have been if we had social media, as far as like this magnitude when we were young. Yeah, you doesn't know? that? Do you want kids? Um, I think so. Doesn't that terrify you? I think that's like uh, there's a million reasons. I like I said earlier that I don't want kids, mm-hmm. but that's one of the biggest ones because it's like you can't not give them a cell phone because then you're a monster. But then when you do, they're just addicted to the cell phone and like on this social media wasteland. Yeah, I think it's a balance of both, right? You got to give them a phone because you don't want them to be so far behind right. in terms of like. Learning. what their world is really like yeah. you're gonna be like okay hey guys you're 18 this is what social media is yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> my life is a lie you know um they they start their instagram like we did remember what it would be right. like a picture of a box of cheez it's like you, know, so you want them to kind of like you know because you can make a lot of money in productive ways using social media right right there's ways to be productive and like it's really can bring in a whole nother um, stream of income or just whatever your regular job is it can make that even more profitable because now people are aware of what you do right you know um which is great which is actually you know it's getting people through some rough times but going on to what you're saying about the kids yeah it, it is scary you know because you got to get them on the phone but at the same time you have to you got to monitor it so i think it's a balance of like you want to be the a cool parent for sure but you can't be scared of being the mean guy right you know it's like yo i need that phone every night to go through whatever so if you don't want me to see it like handle that shit before i take it because i'm yeah. taking it every night to review i'm going reviewing your phone yeah you know if that's what it takes right until that child builds that trust in you right then you could kind of like you know be a little bit more lax I think it's crazy, too, that our generation is the generation of test subjects for social media. Mm -hmm. Like, we are the first generation with it. So Mm -hmm. we won't know until probably we're on, like, our there will be, like, actual significant research done until we're in our, like, 70s or 80s. Yeah. Of, like, mentally, physically, like, in all ways what it's done to us. Yeah. Our generation is a real, we are the test dummies. We're the guinea pigs. Yeah. For sure. We're the monkeys, man. Um, We're the rats in the cages. But... Yeah, I'm like, I was, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see. I think there's a lot of positives that's coming out of social media, but it's undeniable a lot of negatives, too. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. It's, it's interesting. I was a sociology major, so it's super interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love this stuff. You also and, seem yeah. like a very positive person. Yeah, yeah. Like, you I seem am. to have a good outlook on everything. I kind of don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like I'm, 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 I'm positive. I'm, I'm also very much a realist. Right. I'm very much a realist. But yeah, I, I choose to see always both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Right. I think um, I do believe there's more good in the world than there is bad. I just think the bad and the negative flows to the top because it's juicy to talk about. Right. You know. Um, that's you know I think uh, one of the prime examples of that is like you know how kind of 45 rose into power because the negativity is more juicy to talk about. So he had a lot of airways, which kind of built his fan base, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
the only thing I think that's actually why stand up is important too. The only thing that kind of can keep up with a lie is the truth, like mm-hmm. wrapped in a joke. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only thing that could keep up with a lie. Mm-hmm. The lies they move fucking, they move fast. Yeah, you know, I do believe if you can make someone laugh about something, you can make them see a different point of view. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think that's one of the only ways in, though, because it's mm-hmm. there's I feel like we've been met with a lot of ignorance and a lot of hate in the last couple of years from 45 and his party. Mm-hmm. And and the only way that I've seemed to get anything across to everyone is anyone that I talk to is to make them laugh about it. And they're like, oh, I guess I get that. Yeah, for sure. I think people just got to be willing to not only listen to each other, but then put themselves in each other's shoes. I think people only to only see life through your eyes and what you've been through mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that's the rule and everybody else's reality mm-hmm. right so you put yourself in everybody's shoes to really understand kind of like the full picture of um of what's going on because when you do that i'm able to understand how somebody can become a trump supporter right like, okay cool i see how that happened right yeah you know on one hand school systems kind of failed you cool on the other hand, you have parents that raised you a certain way, and you trust them. I get it. Cool. Yeah. On the other hand, politics in general is a fucking game. So yeah. you're just turned off by politics already. And maybe Trump was just a guy that was outside of politics, so you kind of like, well, I'm going to roll with this, the dice yeah. with this guy. Yeah. Or he uses a lot of words you understand. And to right. other motherfuckers, they use too many big words. And you're like, well... Are they lying to me? Right. You know, because usually these, you know... Every, well, I, I mean, I think that's exactly it. It's like the yeah. there's... Uh, People aren't that fucking smart, I think, in general. There are some people that are really fucking smart and others that aren't. And I think he really appealed to the people that aren't that smart, that don't have the best education. And, and, you know, I think all of that. um, He appealed to a side of them that um, necessarily you shouldn't try to appeal to. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, It's like the ugly underbelly. For sure. He fired it up. He gave people um like the same way Obama made some people feel like empowered, like, damn, man, you know what? If I went back and like just kind of worked really hard and if I wanted to do that route, maybe I too could have been president. Yeah. Trump did that for other people. Like, damn, man, look at this <laughs> dumb motherfucker. Look at this fucking idiot. I could be president right now. Yeah. You know, so it made people feel like, oh, yeah. shit, you know? Yeah. Like, My so, guy. <laughs> yeah, like he talks like me. Yeah. Know? I like whatever, whatever, all these, you know? Yeah. And that's, there's some of that in there. Like he made people who are, uh, some people who are trash be okay with being trash. Like, right. Man, being trash is fine. Right. I'm, I'm in right yeah. now. Yeah. He's like, I feel seen. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you. I'm trash like this guy. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Grab it by yeah. <laughs> You know, and that was, um, that was some of his appeal to the masses. Definitely, I'm not saying it was right, but I am saying I understand it because I try to put myself in other people's shoes to to, to get it. I right. want to get it. Right. And some people just always vote Republican no matter what. It's like that yeah. gang mentality. Yeah, yeah. And other people, you know, it's, it's an abortion thing. Other people, is this, is this, that, is that. It's mm-hmm. not everybody that voted for Trump is necessarily a Trump supporter. Right. But the people that, I'm talking about the people that put on the hats, the hoodie, and the, yeah, yeah, have the flag. Yeah. <laughs> some of that is based in hate. Some of that is based in racism. Yeah. Uh, for, but for others, it's just like, you know. This is the I don't really trust politics in general. This is the first guy outside of politics mm-hmm. that um, that that got there. Yeah, you know I'm not. Now I'm not saying I would. I I definitely didn't vote for Trump. I'm, I'll really speak against him. Um, yeah, but um, I try to understand it. You know. Yeah. 
No, I know. It's I, I like I said, I don't know a lot about politics. And like when I grew up, my dad was super conservative, still is. And so I was I thought I was mm-hmm. a Republican because I was like, yeah. what the fuck do I know? I was 17 years old when mm-hmm. I left for college, 18, whatever yeah. I was. And I remember going for the Obama McCain election it was the election that made obama president and i was walking there with my girlfriend and she's like who are you voting for and i was like mccain i guess and she's like like, who are you voting for and she's like obama and she's like should we just like go get beers and scratch each other out i'm like sure like that that was like my level of knowledge to voting yeah and then once i went through college and i got my own ideas i was like oh yeah never mind i'm not thank god i didn't vote for mccain but like you know what i mean it's just like you're young you don't fucking know that's why when that was on the ballot for like even younger people to vote I'm like, do they need to? <laughs> Is that like right. seven? To, like, do we need? Like, I just think of myself at that age, and I'm like, it's just an extension of. For me, it was. For other people, it's not. And I think with social media, this is one of the benefits. Is like you will get to explore to a lot of and, things, yeah. education, etc. Yeah, and you, you get know. to kind of make up your own mind with mm-hmm. that. I didn't have that. I didn't have that access. I had one person or two people telling me my whole life, "This is how you vote. This yeah. is how this family votes." Right. And I didn't know any better. And then when I finally did, you know, I obviously voted for Hillary and and now Joe. But I'm just like, it's all very overwhelming. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. But but I'm excited um, Joe won so everyone can stop yelling on Instagram. Yeah, that's, that's we can it. get back to just being good. It's not about <laughs> having different views. It's about how you express those views that right. matter. You know, yeah. and Trump was doing it in a way that was just very um, disrespectful to just too many people. Yeah. And it wasn't on accident. It was purposeful. He was right. trying to add gasoline to the fire yeah. just for his own ego yeah you know it was just ugly to watch you know that, yeah. that was, I, I don't give a damn if a democrat or republicans president it's just but how you conduct yourself as you you know try to move the country towards a path whatever you think is best that that truly matters yeah does. yeah all right well i feel like that's a great note to end on hey well look man we weren't <laughs> funny at all <laughs> we weren't but we it happens. The beginning and then it, ha- look, it, it, it depends, you know. You know, Listen, it could have been a dick joke podcast, guys. <laughs> if that's what you wanted, I'm versatile. I just kind of went with the flow. You feel me? I got the dick jokes, but so we was on some, you know. Fuck it, let's do that. She had the fire you, going. You, know? you were <laughs> educating me because I don't, I don't know anything about anything. So thank you for that. No, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the uh, they tune it again to Chittadu's Couch Hour at Britney's house. <laughs> I just changed the name of the podcast. Right. Oh my god, amazing! Tell everyone where they can follow you. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Chinadu Comedy C H I N E D U Comedy or on Instagram at Chinadu Unaka U N A K A. Also, my website. Um, yeah, man, that's it. Other than that, download the comedy album. Mostly kidding by comedy dynamics so everywhere you can find music and stuff amazing thank you so much for coming thank you no problem all right see you soon bye Brent. Bye. thank you guys so much for tuning in to talking schmidt please don't forget to go check out face it they're your cosmeceutical grade skincare solution delivered straight to your door go take their quick quiz and figure out which skin type you are and be on your way to clearer healthier skin that's letsfaceit.com, L-E-T-S-F-A-C-I-T dot C-O-M. And use the code TALKIN, T-L-K-I-N, to get 25% off your first year subscription. Go do it. It fucking works. See you next time.